have something for sleep, they have a hard time going to sleep and staying asleep. Uh, this is a loaded question because there are so many possible causes of inability to fall asleep and stay asleep. Really, I have a hard time falling asleep is a totally different problem than someone who wakes up and then can't go to sleep. So if you are somebody who is waking up uh, and then you're and can't fall asleep, that is, let's just walk through some possibilities here because there's a lot of different possibilities um, when, um, when we talk about um, uh, sleep issues. So number one is I can't fall asleep. I go to bed, that's, well, that's what's called insomnia. When it's time to go to bed, it's really my time to go to bed. I gotta get up at six o'clock and it's 10.30, I'm going to bed and you lay in bed for an hour or so before you can fall asleep. That's insomnia. So insomnia can be caused from multiple things there. We've spoken about in, in past Zoom calls, uh, stop looking at screen time several hours before bed because watching a screen like a computer screen or your phone screen or a television screen, the screens are functioning at a very high hertz, 60, 50 to 60 hertz is what they're functioning at. That is in training your brain at 50 to 60 hertz. Your brain waves are only supposed to be functioning at the highest hertz of about 28 hertz, which is a high beta wave. So you're training your brain at a super high beta wave. Of course, your brain can't go that high, but you're in training your brain to be a high beta wave. Nobody can fall asleep in a high beta wave. You have to get down to a theta wave to get to sleep, somewhere between five and 15 hertz to be able to start to fall asleep. So it's difficult to be looking at your phone and then it's time to go to bed, so you put your phone by your side of your bed and you try to go to sleep. That in itself doesn't allow your brain to get to a theta wave to get to sleep. That in itself can be a problem. So number one, if you can't fall asleep, stop using screens several hours before you go to bed. Well, I do that already and I still can't fall asleep. Okay, the other thing that could be taking place is your, is your uh, they have a little teeny gland in your brain called your pineal gland that's supposed to be secreting melatonin at the time before you're supposed to go to sleep. So you can use some melatonin. It's typically recommended that you use about three milligrams of melatonin about a half hour before bed to help fall asleep. Now we have melatonin in our store. We also have a product called Insomnitol in our store that has some melatonin, has some valerian root, and some other herbs that can be very calming to help you fall asleep. So number one, screen time. Number two, low melatonin levels. Uh, melatonin levels are also controlled um, and go along with in an inverse relationship with cortisol. Cortisol is a stress hormone. So if I'm under a lot of stress, this is why if you have ever been under a lot of stress, it's difficult for you to fall asleep. So it is because if you have a lot of, a lot of stress, you have a lot of cortisol secreted, and then it, you have a lot of cortisol flying through your bloodstream, you won't make melatonin 
uh, or you won't release melatonin from the pineal gland and then it's gonna be difficult to fall asleep. So dealing with stress levels, that's why sometimes people do better exercising at night before bed because it can help burn off some of that cortisol and that helps them their body release melatonin to help them fall asleep. So exercising before bed can be beneficial in that case. Um, there's other reasons why you can't fall asleep and I could, we could talk for a long time on just the sleep patterns. Now waking up in the middle of the night and not being able to fall back asleep has to do with other issues that could be very complex too, but usually are not related to melatonin. They can be related to adrenal burnout because at night, so at night you're in a fasting state. So you haven't eaten since nine o'clock or something like that. Um, and now you're fasting. But there's one part of your body that needs glucose all night long. Your muscles don't need a lot of glucose because you're not exercising. The rest of your body doesn't need a lot of glucose, so you're not doing a whole lot of activity. Things are in a stall mode while you're sleeping. But your brain is always active. In order for your brain to continue to be active, it needs glucose. Your adrenals release uh, cortisol at night to stimulate the glucose breakdown of glycogen stores in the liver to keep a steady glucose level to keep your brain alive. So when a person says, I wake up about one or two, I fall asleep just fine, I wake up about one or two o'clock and I can't fall back asleep again. That's usually because their adrenals are deficient. Probably because of past stress, maybe current stress, but their adrenals are deficient. So they need some adaptogens or some adrenal support. Uh, and if you can support the adrenal to get back healthy adrenals again, then all that whole system can start working again. There could be some other things with some mineral deficiency that can cause a person to not be able to fall asleep or not be able to get back asleep at night either. Um, and as this little diagram talks about leg cramps, that would be the mineral deficiency issues. Acid reflux, well, that's good back to gut health. Um, and other issues like pain. So pain can be an issue that keeps a person up and doesn't allow them to get back asleep. I would suggest if you really have issues with um, insomnia and sleep patterns, that you do call and make an appointment to talk about them if you can't uh, deal with it, you can't figure it out with some of the brief things I spoke about here. Another thing to try is the insomnia programs on your Rife. Um, we've had people say they've tried them and it didn't help at all. We've had other people say they tried them and it was a miracle thing for them. So melatonin, think about that. Side note on that, high dose melatonin has been shown in several studies that it's been helpful for some cancer patients to help with their cancer. So melatonin is is not contraindicated for cancer patients. It can be helpful for cancer patients. So I would not discourage you from trying melatonin, thinking, you know, oh, I don't want to do that, then I'm going to be dependent upon it. It could be good for your cancer. So I would say definitely try melatonin. The uh, insomnia product we have, we've had a lot of people with very good success with that. <music>